Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That's her problem. Not that she's materialistic. She's not materialistic enough. That's a lot of our problems. As women, you're not materialistic enough. You're not entitled enough. You're not spoiled enough. You're not a gold digger enough. Okay? And then you end up with these men who make you feel like you're asking for too much when you're not even asking for the bare minimum. Being an entitled, spoiled gold digger will repel all these men. It is a feature of reality that we attract people, things, and opportunities that agree with our self-concept. So when you prioritize yourself, you attract people who prioritize you. When you shower yourself with nice things, nice thoughts, nice experiences, nice people, you attract people who continue the trend. Hey bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group Podcast where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host Elle and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are talking about how your feelings are valid and you should stop listening to men and pick me's. We will be reacting to a viral post on Filipino Facebook about a $6 engagement ring. And when I tell you it's juicy, it is unfortunately very juicy. But before we get into it, I need you to hit the like, subscribe, and the notification bell so you never miss a spoiled girly episode. With that being said, let's get into it. I'm gonna translate it for you so you get the full tea. The title is Unhappy with Engagement Ring. Hashtag sibling advice. Please hide my identity pop, which means respectfully. My boyfriend of eight years. Girl. Eight years. Keep that detail in mind. My boyfriend of eight years just proposed to me, but I feel guilty because I am upset due to the fact that the engagement ring only costs 2.99 pesos. Which is roughly $6. Is this how low my worth is to him that he didn't even save up to buy a ring? Or should I not make a big deal out of it? Am I too immature to feel this way? He doesn't know that I saw he bought the ring from Shopee. Shopee is like their Amazon. Should I ignore my feelings or should I confront him because I don't want to ruin the moment? Okay, so everyone was at the girl's throat over this with the usual you're asking for too much who do you think you are you don't deserve that you should be happy he even give you a ring you should be happy he proposed at all period you know the usual gaslighting that women receive whenever we express a desire or disappointment over men's actions the huge before we begin our deep dive i want to read you a line from this book called on our best behavior by elise lonin i don't know if i'm saying that right but elise lonin Great book, by the way, if you want to put words to the things that you've been feeling for a long time but haven't yet quite verbalized. Highly recommend, and obviously use your discernment when reading. Anyway, here's the quote. Women struggle to acknowledge what they want, in part because we've been conditioned to believe we don't actually have wants. Okay, so keep that quote in mind because that is the theme of this whole class. So let's get back to the original post. I feel guilty. Is this how low my worth is to him? Should I not make a big deal out of it? Am I too immature to feel this way? Should I ignore my feelings? I don't want to ruin the moment. And let me repeat the quote, okay? Women struggle to acknowledge what they want in part because we've been conditioned to believe we don't actually have wants. Every single line of At The Girl's post broke my heart, okay? One line after the next. Imagine you stay with a man for eight years and all he can do 
at the end of the eight years is give you a $6 ring to ask for your hand in marriage. And let's get into it for context. If the average monthly wage of a school teacher in the Philippines would be around $400, so $6 is 1.5% of that. So for the regular American making $5,000 a month, the equivalent would be $75, okay? So that's the context. Imagine you're with this man for eight years, and you're gonna see that it hasn't been an easy eight years. You've been with this man for eight years and he gets you a $75 ring. The ring you've been waiting for. Of course you'll be disappointed, like the disappointment is valid. And even if they really are in poverty, the disappointment is still valid. You're allowed to have wants, okay? And you're allowed to be disappointed when your wants are not fulfilled. All those people, like policing women whenever we express disappointment at things that we don't have or the things that we want but didn't get from the men that want to access us. Like, it's okay to be disappointed, okay? It's okay to be ungrateful sometimes because when you're ungrateful sometimes, it points to this lack in your life and that lack in your life, it can help you identify what you need to work towards in the future so that you don't feel this feeling anymore. Obviously, use this with discernment because if you're wanting unreasonable things that are unattainable with everything that you have right now and the, the movements that you're making and just the general state of the world, obviously you adjust your expectations, okay? So nuance, okay? No nuance, Nellies. You only need to sit in the front before you comment your no nuance things in the comment section. Anyway, back to the topic. We should actually encourage women to speak more about their disappointments because the women in these situations, obviously they're just gonna vent they're gonna express their disappointment, but they're probably gonna stay, okay? A lot of them stay, they choose this, okay? So it is what it is. But them expressing their disappointment and for us spoiled girlies who are not in that situation, for us to see them express that disappointment, that is a lesson, okay? That is a case study. They are giving us the gift of seeing into our future if we make similar choices if we have a turn of bad luck and end up in those situations okay so i get it not everything is a choice sometimes it's just bad luck okay but what can you do all you can do is control yourself and your actions and make statistically advantageous decisions for yourself that's all we can do so these women verbalizing their wants their desires their disappointments not only do we see that we also see how other people try to silence them, shame them, and police them into shutting up, okay? So we're seeing two sides of human behavior. Women who are expressing themselves and everyone else trying to police them. Tell them that they're asking for too much. Who do you think you are to deserve that? And us spoiled girlies, we see all of that and we just see how people are. Okay, I try not to curse and find the right words for things, but that is the most perfect word for it. People are okay? Y'all are so up and I'm so over it. I am so over people piling on women who dare to express their desires and their disappointments. That ticks me off so much. You know why? Because I was that girl. I was that girl who dared to express her desires and her disappointments. And I still am that girl, okay? And you know what happened? And still happens? Exactly what happened to Atta girl over here. She expressed that she's disappointed over a $6 engagement ring. And everyone else is telling her, who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. You should be grateful he even got you anything at all. Even when all you want is the bare minimum. To be seen, to be heard, to be considered, to be treated with common human decency, to be treated with equity. Who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. Eventually, you will break down, like a lot of women do. And I did too. I broke down, 
Okay? Who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. That has been on repeat for a lot of women's lives. Starts from when you're a little girl all the way to when you die. Who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. It is such an insidious mechanism of the patriarchy to drill that down into women's heads. Who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. And then they recruit all the other women around us to tell us that too. Who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. And then all the men who want to take advantage of us. Who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. Everywhere you turn, who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. And then they tell us that if you are X, Y, and Z, if you do X, Y, and Z, if you look X, Y, and Z, you may be someone who deserves that, but only temporarily. And only we can determine that. And like the sneakiest part of it is other women who tell other women that. Who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. These pick me's who break down other women's self-esteem because theirs are already broken. Pick-me syndrome is contagious. It's gross. The amount of times I've been called a gold digger, all these mean names, just because I dared to express my desires and disappointments from not receiving the treatment that I desire. Who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. It's disgusting. And I'm so glad that I had a good, spoiled, girly foundation from birth that I could go back to when I was tired of the pick-me hell that I got dragged into by the other pick-me's. Like, I'm so thankful I wasn't raised a pick-me. But I still fell into it. It's a disease. And I am making it my life's mission to deprogram all the girlies from the pick-me mentality. Okay? Who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. Who do you think you are that you don't deserve that? Okay? Why don't we tell more women that? Why don't we tell more young girls that? Okay? Who do you think you are that you don't deserve that? You are you. I know I have some semi-beef with this word called deserve because it doesn't really matter what you deserve. It only matters what you get. But obviously, when you think about it, like, oh, yeah, I can get that because I deserve that. But you know what I mean? Like, okay, I guess we have a complicated relationship with the word deserve. We'll unpack that later. But still, your feelings are valid and you need to stop listening to men and pick me's, okay? Wait, I know a lot of people will be like, well, why don't you give men the same energy that you give pick me's? Why you gotta be so mad at the pick me's? Well, it's because I don't talk to men, okay? That's why. That's why we give extra energy to the pick-me's because pick-me's are women and we only talk to women, okay? That's why. No nuance, Nelly. Back to the topic. Whenever women express their desire for material manifestations of a man's love, a nice ring, a nice date, a nice house, a nice whatever, we get told, Who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. Yet, no one bats an eye when a man says, I want a nice wife. I want a nice looking wife. I want a nice home. I want all the nice products of a woman's labor. No one tells them, Who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. No one tells these men, Who do you think you are to want a wife when you're not husband material? When you're broke and unable or unwilling to provide? You don't deserve that. Okay? No one tells these men that they don't deserve women when they're not good partners to begin with. You know why? Because we as a society, we like to play along with men's entitlement to women. Every man is guaranteed, promised a woman from birth because men wreak havoc on society when they are cut off from the divine feminine. Like, let's talk about that. They off themselves. They're lonely. We have a male epidemic. They take women by force. They act out in all these violent ways when they can no longer access women. We never tell them, who do you think you are? Thinking you are entitled to women, thinking you deserve a woman's love, when all you have to offer are cheap illusions of love with your cheap words and all these false promises and lack of emotional intelligence. Who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. We never tell men that. We never tell them the truth and I'm sick of it, okay? Like, 
Who do you think you are? You don't deserve women. In a world where women are used as tools in men's games that they play with other men, women are earned. Women are a privilege, not a right. And we will not be participation trophies for male losers who are losers in a system that's built for them. Like, you already got a leg up and you're losing, okay? The sheer entitlement of it all. Like, bestie, you need to wake up, okay? Bestie, wake up! Anyway, the plot thickens, and I don't know if this is real or not, but the guy who is the giver of the $6 engagement ring, he makes a post. He says, Hello everyone, I'm the guy behind the engagement ring issue, blah blah blah. It hurts a lot for me to feel that she didn't appreciate my efforts for her. Now, this is where the gaslighting starts. Is the matter really about the price of the engagement ring? Take note, engagement ring, not wedding ring. That's so odd, like... I don't know about people, but I feel like the engagement ring is usually more expensive than the wedding ring because the engagement ring has like that stone in the middle. So I don't know what he was trying to do, like emphasizing that, oh, it's not the wedding ring, it's the engagement ring. Like, like it makes sense. Okay, let's get into this. Do you really need an engagement ring? And does the price of the engagement ring matter? To explore that, let's watch this video because I think the creator does a good job of explaining why the engagement ring price topic is very important and touchy for women and how it's less about the price of the ring per se in itself inherently, but more the lack of feeling seen and considered. Let's talk about the viral 299 peso engagement ring. I have so many thoughts on the issue, but let's begin by remembering that value is subjective. It depends entirely on how much money you have and how much money that you make. First, let me tell you the parable of the widow's offering. Jesus was sitting with his disciples across the temple where they could see people giving their offerings. They saw so many wealthy people put in large amounts of money, and then one widow put in two copper coins, basically the worth of a few cents. Jesus tells his disciples that this woman has given more than all the others did, simply because the others were so wealthy that they could afford what they give. However, this poor woman gave almost everything that she had to live on. And the reason I preface my thoughts with this story is because context is important. So far, the three different arguments are, if you love that person, the amount won't matter. If you know your worth, then you should fight for it. And if you truly know your partner, then you would have been able to manage expectations. All three points are absolutely true and valid, depending on your situation. I know someone who is a comedian and he proposed to his eccentric artist girlfriend with a ring pop, like the candy. Personally, that's not my jam because I expect to be proposed to in a traditional sense where the man saves up for a really nice engagement ring. Why? It's because we should remember that engagements, you know, these things don't happen every day. Ideally, you get proposed to or you get engaged once in a lifetime. So it's not like a date or a trip out of town or out of the country. This is an engagement gift. But what if saving up for something like that is something too extravagant and out of the question? Again, value is subjective, like I said. So if you can't afford to raise the monetary value, then maybe you can raise the sentimental value. Get a 299 peso engagement ring from Shopee. Bring her to a park where you set up a, a picnic basket with like flowers that you picked, a meal that you cooked yourself. Read her poetry. Give her a speech about how, babe, you know, this is what I could afford but that's because I want to invest the rest of my money into building a beautiful life with you, something that we can build together. Make it a beautiful memory. Because normally, usually, that's what girls look for. They seek to be valued by their partners. And it doesn't have to be in money. It can be in other things. Just so that she could feel the effort behind your love. 
Let's get into the comments. As the receiver, accepting the ring shows how much I love him. Similarly, as the giver, him choosing a better ring shows how much he loves me. Period. Like, I could not have said that better. Exactly. It was never about the price, but the effort and sincerity that was put into the ring and the proposal itself. I guess that's why OP is disappointed. Exactly. Her feelings are valid. Okay, moving on. I am the breadwinner for my family. I have a lot of struggles and responsibilities in life. I send our youngest sibling to school. To be honest, I have the money to buy the ring in the range of four digits. But due to the struggles and responsibilities in life, that the $6 ring was what I chose for her as my promise ring for her, that she's the one I will marry and be with for the rest of my life. Okay, so is it an engagement ring or a promise ring? And like a promise ring after eight years? I already do not like this guy, okay? This commenter said it best. Like financially, you're still not ready and stable to marry her because you're still supporting your family too. I don't know. I also don't look at the value itself, but when you said how hard your life is, what's going to happen after you marry her? Period. Exactly. He says he's still supporting his family. He has a lot of struggles and responsibilities as per his post. Okay. Oh, I feel so sassy when I say as per. Like As per my last email. That's the vibe. Okay, as per his post, he said that he has a lot of struggles and responsibilities. You already said it. Okay, so we're gonna get into this in a little bit. But you know what? Okay, let's get into it now. He is the one who is ineligible to marry, but he projects it onto her that she's the problem, that she's the one who is ungrateful because he gave her a ring and she is lucky and should be thankful that he got her a ring at all. Okay, he's the one who's ineligible to get married, not her. Like she waited long enough. It's been eight years. And he's still using his family as an excuse to cheap out on her, to not prioritize her. And that's fine. He loves his family. He prioritizes his family. He provides for them. He's responsible for them. What an outstanding character trait. What a great son. But he's not ready to be a husband, okay? I don't know how people are raised, but you only need to like talk to your parents or go to church or something. Like, I don't, I don't get why people don't get this, okay? Like, I was taught this growing up. Like, this is so basic. Okay, when you get married, you create a new family and you leave your old family behind. And your new family is your new priority. When you get married, your wife is your priority. And if you cannot do that, if you cannot prioritize her, you're not ready to get married, okay? You still have responsibilities with your old family. Y'all are enmeshed, it's dysfunctional. So you deal with that. And then if you can get out of that situation, you can draw boundaries, you can make everyone else self-sufficient so they don't have to rely on you as their breadwinner, then you can have a wife, okay? So I don't get these people who feel like they're entitled to a wife when they're still supporting their original family, okay? And it's sad, it's a sad, sad situation for that person who is the breadwinner for their family because you can't progress. But life is unfair and it doesn't mean that you can make it unfair for another person. Okay, it doesn't mean that you can love bomb them into marrying you and living a life of misery, of not being prioritized by your husband, financially, emotionally, everythingly, okay? That ticks me off. That's the real issue here, okay? He's not a bad son. He may not be a bad person, but he's gonna be a bad husband and he's already a bad boyfriend, okay? The $6 ring is just a physical manifestation of him not prioritizing her. And as the commenter so eloquently points out, what will happen after he marries her? I'll tell you what happens. It'll get worse because then she'll be trapped. She'll be married. You know, there's no divorce in the Philippines, okay? Like don't tell the PB and J bros, but there's no divorce in the Philippines. There's annulment, which is like rich people divorce. Like all the celebrities do that. But effectively, there's no divorce, period. Like in the US, we talk about no fault divorce, but there's places in the world where there's literally no divorce. 
like you're stuck with that person legally for the rest of your life. I'm telling you, life gets worse. If you pick a bad partner to begin with and then you get married, you're trapped, okay? And for a lot of women, obviously, if divorce is legal wherever you live, then you're less trapped, but you're still like semi-trapped, you know? It's hard, like divorce is hard. And on top of that, she may possibly have children. This man can barely get his future wife a ring that she desires after eight years of struggling together with all his struggles and responsibilities. If she were to marry this man, she is in for a world of suffering. And this man that she has spent eight years of her life with, and everybody else siding with him in the comments and shaming her, and her lack of understanding and validity of her own desires and her disappointment, her lack of confidence in herself, it's all setting herself up for a lifetime of suffering. And it's very painful to watch. Like, honestly, it's sick. I hated reading all those comments siding with him and calling her all these names and making it out that she's being unreasonable. Like, it makes me so sick. And so a lot of people think that the things that we talk about are only problems of the West, problems in American culture or whatever culture, but it's happening worldwide, okay? The pick-me disease is worldwide, okay? She really said, Miss Worldwide. Like, it makes me sick. Well, whether this whole saga is real or not, it points out the beginnings of many women's relationships. This is the turning point in a lot of women's lives when they choose what to settle for. And at the girl, the poster, this is not what you should settle for, okay? You can settle down, but you don't need to settle for below bare minimum. Stop letting all these people gaslight you into agreeing with things that don't agree with you, okay? Back to the guy's response. We'll skip over all these other parts, but I'll post them so that you can read them at your own leisure because I just can't. I can't. It grinds my gears so much. Like, I will need a whole engine replacement after this. Okay. This is the part I wanted to read to you. It really hurts a lot, but I am thankful for her making that post. It's been an eye-opener for me to break up with her and cancel the wedding plan. It's giving? I'm the prize. She lost me. Not the other way around. She's the one ineligible because she's ungrateful. She wants too much. Annoying. Okay, get this. He says, If she's going to complain about the cheap ring price, what about in the long run? God. And then Jason over here, pick Michael. I like the part where he says, if she's already complaining about the engagement ring, how about in the long run? Jason, I like that part too. Okay, I like that part too. Not so annoying. Men really do tell on themselves. If she's complaining now about something so insignificant, what about in the long run? This is why I need you to be a complainer. Okay, express your disappointment. Show him that you will not be a ride or die. Because... These men, I love when they tell on themselves. Okay, I really do. I really do. If you show him that you will be with him through everything, he will put you through everything. Okay? If you put up with a disrespect now, when he's just testing your boundaries, he can disrespect you even more. That's him testing your boundaries and seeing what he can get away with. If you stay silent and not complain now, not leave now, not cut off access now, not block now, you will be expected to stay silent and never complain. Because when you are in too deep later, your initial complacence will be weaponized against you. You knew what you were getting into. What did you expect? You never said anything before. You were fine with everything before. What changed? Oh, it's your fault now because you're the one who changed. I never changed. Don't. Oh. So I'm glad she complained and I'm glad he broke it off, okay? One thing I can say is that he saved her. He saved her from himself. The trash took itself out, okay? He's acting like it's her loss, but at the girl, it's not your loss. Okay? No. 
now you can find someone who will actually prioritize you and cherish you and not shame you for being disappointed that he gave you the below bare minimum. Good for you. I am so happy for you, Add the Girl. Rodell over here. Don't you say sorry. She's not worthy to be married to you. Find a girl that values you and will not use you as an ATM. Good job ditching her. I keep telling you, men are the OG gold diggers. They are the OG Delulu princesses. They will tell themselves all these narratives to make themselves feel good. They will tell themselves all these narratives to demonize women so that they don't have to look inward and see what they were lacking. I broke up with her because she's materialistic. She's a lover girl. She didn't want to break up with you even though you're ineligible to marry her in the first place. Okay? So that's her problem. Not that she's materialistic. She's not materialistic enough. That's a lot of our problems. As women, you're not materialistic enough. You're not entitled enough. You're not spoiled enough. You're not a gold digger enough. Okay? And then you end up with these men who make you feel like you're asking for too much when you're not even asking for the bare minimum. Being an entitled, spoiled gold digger will repel all these men. Okay, they won't even approach you. And it's not what you look like, what you dress like, whatever. It's the energy. It's the vibe. And it says, Good job, brother. You're the man for me. Pisces82 says, She don't deserve you. Anime says, Best decision. Edit, Pisces82, Anime. He will not pick you. Okay, he will not pick you. But you know what? On the off chance he does, you deserve it. Like, y'all deserve each other. Get picked. He's not financially stable and has obligations with his family. For me, he shouldn't have proposed. It ends with, he's not ready. Love alone doesn't bring food to the table, pay the bills, finance kids' education. Let's just be practical. Finally, okay, some common sense. Let's get into this. A man who has a lot of responsibilities to his original biological family, the family he was born into, and he is faithfully fulfilling that family responsibility as is culturally appropriate, that's not a bad man, okay? I would say that's a man of character within the context of that culture. But just because he's a good man doesn't mean that he needs to be your man, okay? Get the distinction there? He can be a good man all by himself. Like, he can be a good man away from you. Like, I get it that the pickings are slim, so we want to celebrate the bare minimum, but you're going to need more than that to allow a man to marry you, okay? You're going to need a lot more than the bare minimum. And a man being responsible, kind, and gentle, that is the bare minimum. And a lot of women are already those things, kind, responsible, gentle. But you don't see people policing men into giving women a chance because they're kind, responsible, and gentle, okay? People always act like women should be jumping for joy whenever they find a responsible, kind, and gentle man. People always want to act like the women are supposed to be the ones auditioning for men. Like, it's absolutely disgusting. And let's talk about this. Whenever you're dating a man from a culture where there's not a lot of societal safety nets, so it's very common for family members to support each other financially, to be financially enmeshed. The younger generation providing for the older generations, older siblings providing for the younger siblings, sending the siblings to school. The support never ends, okay? Because there's no welfare. Like, there's no societal safety net or minimal. There's no free or subsidized anything. You have to realize that the support never ends. And if you marry into that, it's only going to get worse, okay? You're now legally bonded to all of that. So it is absolutely not shameful for a woman to look at that situation and project into the future like, mm, what's going to happen? No, thank you, okay? A woman should be doing that, okay? For a woman to see the signs of a man's lack of prioritizing her because he still has a family to support and prioritize, you're going to look at that and say, no, thank you. Like, what'll happen if you marry him, if you have children with him, okay? He's already financially strapped and he's only providing for himself and his family, like his original family. So who's going to provide for your future family? you you're gonna do the birthing you're gonna do the providing you're gonna do everything okay because he's still tied to his original family okay it's only gonna get worse and it's totally okay for you to look at that and say mm, 
no thank you bye and i don't talk about this as an outsider okay i've seen this firsthand in a lot of people's lives in a lot of people's families this is a recurring theme the financial enmeshment is so real in some families and they almost never break out of that pattern and it's so dysfunctional so whenever you marry a man who is financially enmeshed with his family it's a red flag okay it's a deal breaker no thank you you cannot afford to wait around for him to break the bonds of the enmeshment you cannot afford to wait for him to get it together because he will never wake up okay and honestly even when he does break that bond that enmeshment and he breaks that while you're together now his family will see you as the bad guy because you're the reason why he's not giving them money anymore you're the reason why he's not prioritizing them anymore and a lot of the times these men they have poor boundaries with their families so they will make you out to be the bad guy so that they can get out of the wrath of their family because you know usually the boys are the golden children so they can never do no wrong and so like why why would you do that to yourself okay like it's not a win-win situation so these men they need to get it together they need to break the bonds of enmeshment and they may never be able to because they probably have to provide for their families for the rest of their lives okay and that's very cruel if you're a man who wants to have a family, but you can't because women are now waking up as to how that's not ever a good situation for us. But life is unfair, okay? Life is unfair and honestly, it's evil to spread that unfairness into a woman's life just so that you can have a help meet, just so you can make her suffer while you get the markers of prosperity, which is having a wife and children. Like, mm, no thank you. Women no longer carry that on our backs anymore. You need to know that struggle is not your birthright, okay? We don't claim that for you. Struggle is not your birthright. You are not built to struggle. And I need you to stop choosing struggle, okay? You need to prioritize yourself first. And part of that is getting rid of people who don't consider you and don't prioritize you. Because over time, you're gonna be sensitized to people who don't prioritize you and don't consider you, and it's gonna be an ick. Like, it's so disgusting. It's such a gross feeling. If you want nice things, surround yourself with nice things. It will no longer be a question of if you deserve it or not, because who cares? No matter if you deserve it or not, you still have it, okay? Nice things are the default for you, so you're just gonna welcome even more nice things into your life, okay? So I need you to put yourself first. It is a feature of reality that we attract people, things, and opportunities that agree with our self-concept. So when you prioritize yourself, you attract people who prioritize you. When you shower yourself with nice things, nice thoughts, nice experiences, nice people, you attract people who continue the trend. And the women who are still asleep to this feature of reality that you attract everything that agrees with your self-concept, they forget the great power they hold as a woman. They wallow in insecurity and uncertainty. They attract men who feed off of that insecurity and uncertainty. Because even when you are insecure and uncertain as a woman, you still benefit everyone else. Like, by default, you do. So you're just gonna attract freeloaders and drainers. Okay, when you forget who you are, when you forget that you are a woman, when you forget that you are the source of all their desires, that you are the multiplier, that you hold their future in your hands, you attract people who agree with your self-concept that you're nothing but a freeloader, a hanger-on to the men who make the world go round. Because after all, it's a man's world, right? And we're just living in it. That is so false, okay? That is a false self-concept and I need you to erase that, okay? You are woman. And you need to act like it, okay? Bestie, wake up.